Do you enjoy our podcast and the guests we bring you? Since 2019, Matt and his team have done their very best to give you amazing shows each week. If you feel like our show has helped you to be a better investigator, or maybe even inspired you to become an investigator, please let us know. We're looking for testimonials. Drop Matt an email with a recorded 20 to 30 seconds of you talking about this podcast. You can also email him something verbal about the website. His email is S at SatellitePI.com. And if you really feel blessed for having this content, consider supporting Matt and our show by joining Investigators Toolbox. You really have to see version 2.0. And at just 49 cents a day, it's a no-brainer. Now let's jump in to this week's episode. Welcome to PI Perspectives. This month is Sex Traffic Awareness Month. And Matt has asked Buddy Jericho to return to the show. Buddy is hosting the next round of Skull Games at the end of the month. What's a Skull Game, you ask? Listen and learn. Please welcome Buddy Jericho and your host, Private Investigator Matt Spare. And welcome everyone to this week's edition of PI Perspectives. This is Matt Spare, your host. I want to wish everybody a happy new year and welcome to 2023. This is our first official episode of the year. I'm really, really excited to have a friend back on the program, a friend of mine who just does such a great thing. We've heard him before, but we can never stop hearing more about what he does. So uh, Buddy Jericho, I want to welcome you back to the program. Oh, thank you, Matt. And happy new year to you and your followers as well. I think this is the third time I've been on the podcast here, and uh, I, I just you're you're a very welcoming host, and I enjoy it every time, and and I just appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk about some of the cool things we're doing with uh, yeah. Cold Games. Yeah, very very excited. For those who don't know, uh, January is National Sex Traffic Awareness Month, so that was one of the reasons I asked Buddy to come back on. When he was on in October, uh, we were promoting uh, the Skull Games, which was an event that was going coinciding with the osmosis event, which we're always involved with. And it has to do with rescuing sex traffic workers or people that are runaways and, and things like that. And that was kind of like a quick hit. We didn't really delve into it. So I want to come back on and talk about it a bit more. So for those who didn't listen to that episode or have no idea who you are, what Skull Games are, I mean, we got some cool t-shirts here if you're watching the video, but, but tell me a little bit about uh, what it is and what it does. So Skull Games, we started uh, about a year ago. And uh, when we started, it was just a handful of people. And the reason we did it was we had just trained some folks, counter-sex trafficking task force in Alexandria, Virginia. Mm. And they only had five people assigned to this task force. And so a couple of weeks after we finished the training, the person in charge of that task force reached out to us and said, we've got a bunch of cold cases up in Kansas City, and we could really use some help in just ha- identifying some start points to help uh, law enforcement there. I only had six people in the company at the time. So, and it was getting close to Christmas. So there, was, there wasn't too much I could do. Right, right. And so, so I sent an email. We sent an email out to a, a bunch of our students that had been through the courses. And uh, they, a lot of them responded and said they'd be happy to help. And so that wasn't the first Skull Games, but that was the first time we sort of did something uh, like this. And it turned out great. We were able to identify 12 missing kids during that exercise. And so we decided this isn't something we should just do when we're asked to do it. We need to really come together and make this more regular. Um, and we started looking at all the cases across the country and it's just incredible. Uh, and so we decided, I, I worked with a, a, a ministry I'm a part of all things possible. Right. And we decided that, Hey, let's get some donor money behind this and let's actually do this more often. And so we decided to run skull games and we, we did the first official skull games a year ago. Uh, we've done five uh, in the last year 
And so that eight person team that started uh, six to eight people were now over a hundred people involved, um, 80 of which show up in person. And so, uh, and I would also like to say skull games, that name kind of people take a step back when they hear that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, right? was gonna, that? I was going to make that point. Games. Yeah. My wife was like, what is that t-shirt you're wearing? Right. And then like, yeah. I tell her, she's like, Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, so for your audience, there was uh there was a, a, a famous pimp, uh, in the sixties, seventies, his name was iceberg lettuce. Mm-hmm. Um, and he uh, he actually said in most of his books that he wrote that sex uh, pimping isn't a sex game. It's a skull game, mm-hmm. basically saying that to demean women. And so when we thought we thought, you know what, we're actually hunting the criminals now. We're hunting, hunting these guys that put these women in these positions and these kids. And so we're going to call it skull games. And so uh, that's that's where the name came from. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, it's like the same thing. Like it's a ministry, right? <laughs> just ministries that come to skull right. games. Like what? <laughs> it's weird. Uh, it works though. It really and and the graphic is awesome. It's really. Uh, oh, that's yeah. well, and you know, our the ministry. Uh, it, it's it's kind of an unorthodox ministry, really. Uh, ATP Ministries themselves across the globe have rescued over forty thousand people uh, in in situations where they're suffering, and so. Um, the ministry does do a lot of things outside the box, but it's all about helping survivors and, and helping people who, um, who live in areas or, or, or oppressed. And so skull games was a perfect fit in what the ministry was already doing. Right. Uh, that's awesome, man. That's, uh, it's really great. And, and if anybody attended osmosis, um, you guys had a, a session and, uh, we had, uh, some of the rescued workers were actually talking to folks about their experiences. And, and one of them actually is, is a researcher now for you, right? Yeah. What did you, did you have a chance to hear her story? Yes. I mean, you were there, right? I yeah, oh God, man. I like, you couldn't have a, there was not a dry eye in the room. You know? I, I know I was, I was, I was balling up too. Um, and it was cool cause she just connected with so many people. And I think, you know, all of us in our families, everybody has that person in their family who has like a drug addiction or has had some issues. Everybody can sort of relate to that. Right. But to hear her get up and tell her story, I could just see that it connected with everybody's hearts in the audience. And it was, it was incredible. But the victim, the victors program that we, we do in, as part of Skull Games is some of the girls that we've helped rescue or get off the streets, um, they go through a rehabilitation process. They get counseling. We actually run a, a thing out in Colorado Springs where they go through some tactical training. They get their confidence back up. Mm-hmm. But then we train them to be analysts and we bring them onto the team at Skull Games. We, have, uh, we actually just added a new one in the last two months. Uh, a new victim, the victor. And so the beautiful thing about that is my background is in counterterrorism. And I spent a lot of time overseas doing that. Right. But with these girls, it's like, it's like kind of like having a bad guy on your team looking for the bad guys. Right. right. Because they're so, they understand the tattoos, the symbols, the, the behaviors, the mannerisms of the girls right. in the videos. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so they, they would know exactly what iceberg was talking about. Right? That's exactly right. Makes sense. And so, yeah. And so the way we organize these teams in skull games, typically the way it works is you'll have a law enforcement officer um, and we've got a lot of law enforcement agencies involved in skull games. Now we'll have an analyst and those analysts can come from the DOD, uh, federal, uh, federal law enforcement agencies, state and local, um, or just analysts that, you know, maybe work in a financial space that want to support the effort. Um, and then the third person on the team is that sort of uh, victim, the victor who, uh, who has that real world knowledge. And so, it's uh, it's pretty powerful when you have those that those three skill sets all behind a computer screen trying to find these kids that are lost. It's just incredible. Right. And so this event is happening the end of January. Um, it's in person, but it's also virtual as well, right? That's right. We uh, we we have we use Teams. So 
uh, people can dial in and participate that way, uh, or they can come in person. I think we have, I think we have close to 80 or between 60 and 80 right now in person people participating at the Skull Games January 28th and 29th in Tampa, and I think we have about 20, uh, just over 20 more that will be participating virtually. Yeah, and there's no fee or anything to partake uh, participate in this, right? It's all volunteer and and all that, right? Yeah. That's right. No, no fee at all. Uh, we, we obviously do background checks on everybody that gets involved for obvious reasons. Right. Um, and typically the way it works is you can, you can sign up on our website uh, or you can direct message me on LinkedIn or any of my social media sites. Uh, once you sign up, there's a background check that's done. And then we do put people to, uh, through two training sessions. Uh, one to really just expose them to what they'll be doing during the games. Cause that's hard on some people. They, they want to volunteer and get involved, but then when they see the actual things, they got to, look at on a computer it's, it's tough for some people it's tough oh absolutely man absolutely it, it's uh you know one of the first things they say when you get into osint is uh you're going to see nudity <laughs> like you're going to see foul language you're going to see things that are that are offensive you're going to see things you wish you didn't see and if you can't handle that then that's not the right you know profession for you because it's it's unavoidable right it's yeah it's tough it's tough yeah. well it's uh, good then, that you do uh background checks you know so uh you know, Mr. I, I dot lettuce is not going <laughs> to be welcome to oh, uh, to participate, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Um, I, oh, and then the second training session is just uh, they they actually do an exercise, and yeah. if they successfully complete that exercise, then they're considered a vetted volunteer in the games, and so then they can participate. Right. Do you get a lot of people that that um, come back like that, or you know, they they've done this multiple times? Well, I you know. I don't, I don't have a, a figure for you, but I'll tell you what, um, I think I, I think everybody's come back. I, I don't, I haven't seen anybody not come back. Um, so I think, yeah, I think people, yeah, I know for sure. Like the core group that started this, they definitely have been at every school game. So yeah, I think, I think people do continue to come back. I gotta imagine there's a lot of camaraderie and a lot of teasing and a lot of, you know, <laughs> giving people the yeah. business when you're in person, right? Yeah, exactly. And one of the other cool things too was sort of a byproduct of this that I really enjoyed it with my background in intelligence is we've got law enforcement agencies from all over the country that get involved, right? right? And so for this, these two days, you have officers come in, you have all these analysts from police departments or from the commercial sector. And just to listen to them discussing, you know, in Scottsdale, Arizona, this is how we're, we're countering sex trafficking. And this is how we're doing our operations on the ground. And then to hear somebody talk about how they're doing it up in D.C. So that cross-pollinization of tactics and techniques that they get to share to me has been another thing that's just been awesome with that camaraderie is you've got law enforcement officers who usually are stuck sort of in their counties or in their districts. Right. Now they get to talk to colleagues across the country and just see what's working in different places. And so that's been a really, really not planned, wasn't anticipated, but a very good, a pretty cool pro- byproduct of school games. Yeah, I think anytime you get together people that are analytical like this and they can you know trade their secrets or just uh you know talk about how, how they they do things it's it's only good right you, you definitely walk away with learning things man i've been in this business over 20 years probably pushing 25 but uh, who's counting um i'm still learning <laughs> you know like there's lots of things i go to osmosis sometimes and i just like and my brain just turns off it's like stay too, like I, I can't take any more <laughs> This is yeah, well, the same thing happens with me, especially keeping up with all the awesome technology that's coming into the ocean space. Uh, okay, I've, I, I'm constantly learning. Yeah. Yeah. There's some really you know, like high end cool stuff that's out there. Um, and, it, it, and it's great. 
you know, uh, to see all this stuff go. And, and that, that's one of the, the other cool things about getting together about that. You learn about new technology that that's out there, people that are using different, uh, different things. So, uh, this is a good spot to take a break. I think we're going to step out for sponsors, but when we come back in, I want to talk a little bit about the everyday investigator. There's someone who's maybe never done this before, or just getting into doing investigative work, or maybe they're curious about doing research. Like this would be a good jump point for them and, and how would they get involved in what, what the process is. So everybody sit tight and we will be right back. Check out the PI Institute of Education at piinstitute.com. Since 1989, Kelly Riddle has been teaching on subjects such as surveillance, nursing home investigations, insurance fraud, domestic investigations, hidden assets, and accident scene investigations. The PI Institute of Education is a featured learning partner in the investigatorstoolbox.com. So check out the free content on the site, then visit the Institute for more great savings on additional classes. Are you an investigative professional with an international problem you can't solve? Conflict International has the knowledge and relationships to jump in for you. We compensate investigators for referring cases to our office. Contact us today for details. Conflict International uses insight, intelligence, investigation, risk management, and strategic solutions to solve problems troubling individuals and companies of all kinds anywhere around the world. Whether you're planning to hire a person to a position of trust, carry out due diligence on a company, trace hidden assets, or require skilled boots on the ground, Conflict International investigators can seamlessly pursue a case across borders, offering a truly global solution. Find out about our extensive range of services at ConflictInternational.com. Conflict International. Global reach. International knowledge. Satellite Investigations is the premier investigation resource in New York State. Founder Matthew Spare was named PI Magazine's Investigator of the Year. If you need investigative assistance in New York State, visit their site at SatellitePI.com. Get results, not excuses. And welcome back to PI Perspectives. This is Matt Spare, your host. We're joined again, I guess, for the fourth time, third time, I don't know who's counting, uh, by the amazing Buddy Jericho. So we've been talking Skull Games, but we also uh, uh, and have not talked about your, your regular business, uh, the Echo Analytical Group, right? That's uh, that's your main gig? Yeah, that's what I do to keep the lights on. But uh, no, Echo Analytics Group is, a, is an incredible company. Um, obviously, we work primarily in the ocean space. We do a little bit of work in a threat hunting space as well. Mm. Um, but uh, at Echo Analytics Group, we've built a lot of courses. So we do a lot of training. Uh, and we do have some technologies, but those are mission specific technologies for, uh, some of our clients. Yeah, no, that's great, man. And, uh, obviously you had talked about serving as well. So thank you uh, for your service and, um, your heart for, uh, taking the skills that you've learned and, and, uh, giving them back to the community. And I think were you the guy who, who coined the OSINT for good, uh, <laughs> phrase, right? I, I don't know. I don't know. To be honest with you, I, I can't take credit for that. I, think I don't Cynthia know that. Gave, I've been using it for credit. a while. But. Yeah. Cynthia, she definitely gives you credit for it, but it, just own it, man. <laughs> oh, well. true. Just <laughs> hey, if Cynthia says I own it, then I own it. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> so, good. Um, so before we took the break, uh, I, I teased the, um, the fact of, of just somebody who's kind of new to doing research. Uh, maybe they're a new investigator. Maybe they're a law enforcement who's getting ready to retire or just retired and they're not really working yet, 
but they're looking to hone their skills or looking to to maybe make a decision on what their their next step in the in life is uh and they hear about the skull game thing and they say how do i get involved with this um what exactly does it and what's the undertaking for doing this stuff so walk me through the enrollment process and and the, the gearing up to it how does that work sure absolutely so signing up for skull games is pretty easy uh you can actually just google skull games uh atp and the the sign up page uh, it'll be one of the first couple of links for sure mm-hmm. you can also direct message me on linkedin uh or any of my social media accounts um, i'm easy to find on linkedin i think i'm the only uh, buddy Jericho on there. I mean, there's some there's some Chinese accounts with that name, but uh, I'm the only American Buddy Jericho. The only American. <laughs> yeah, so, Chinese doppelgangers running around somewhere. Oh, uh, there's yeah, there's a couple. So yeah, <laughs> if you just direct message me, I can get you signed up. Um, and so the process is once you get signed up, you go through the background check. Uh, that usually takes a few days, um, and then we'll send you a packet that explains the training that you have to go through to be a part of the school games. Now I will say for the for the analysts uh, that participate. Uh, if they've taken a course like one of Cynthia Hetherington's courses, one of EAG's courses, uh, or any of the courses that we recognize as being, uh, you know, a legitimate OSINT course, mm-hmm. that that qualifies as training. So we'll accept that. You don't have to pay for new courses or go take new courses if you already have some training. Yeah. Um, once once that's determined, then you attend two training sessions that we do prior to the games. Mm-hmm. And once you complete those two training sessions, uh, then you're you're a member. Yeah. And the thing I want to mention also is that if you are a member of Investigators Toolbox, there are four trainings uh, from Cynthia Hetherington. So if you're a member, you can consume those trainings and you've got your uh, your qualification. You can check that box, right? Perfect. Yeah. There you go. That works perfectly. So what uh, what happens next after uh, you, you've you've got that uh, certification done? Sure. So uh, then we're like this year we have uh, our first game is scheduled. Uh, first school games is scheduled January 28th and 29th in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be doing one in April, April 15th and 16th in California. Uh, in July, the 22nd and the 23rd, we'll be doing one up in New Jersey um, with Cynthia, actually working with HSI. Actually, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be up in Rochester, not New Jersey. In, in New York. Um, yeah, Rochester, New York. In New York. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then uh, October 14th and 15th, we'll actually be doing another school games down in New Orleans during osmosis con right um so yeah you can participate in any of those events once you become a member uh, either in person and it's really cool in person because like we talked about the camaraderie but if you can only make one in person that's fine you can also participate virtually as well and so anybody that's a member can log in and actually be a part of the the event uh from their computer at home if, if that's required right right and there's a whole point system involved too with with the game itself like like what is what's the what are the mechanics of the game? How, how, how does it work? What's the expectations? Yeah, so once you become a member, we actually have a handbook we give to each of the members and it lays out the point system. And so essentially what happens is if you can identify like a new tattoo in an area that's on some girls that are potentially being trafficked, uh, you get points for that. So you may get three points for that. If you identify the, a, the real name of a, of a young lady that's on a sex ad uh, and, and you identify who she really is, that's worth five points. And so over the weekend, as people do these things, they accumulate points. And so at the end of the games, the top three winners actually get monetary prizes. Uh, And we do that not because people aren't there to make money, obviously, Matt, right? I mean, they're not coming to make money, but it does, we, it does keep that competitive spirit alive during the games. And it does allow people to, you know, something to work towards. So what's the prize if you find David uh, Miscavige from uh, (laughs) from Scientology? (laughs) Apparently there's a warrant out for his arrest for the past four months. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. I don't know. We'll have to include that next time. <laughs> Friend of Tom Cruise, right? <laughs> uh, not, now I know they're going to shut down this, this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're done. It's yeah. over. And they're now. I'm, I'm down here in Saint, uh, Tampa and Dunedin, so Clearwater's just uh, across the bridge from us. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I read that yesterday that they, they were out looking for him. So, uh, so always, uh, always an interesting thing. Um, but back to our regular uh, scheduled program here. <laughs> um, now it's, it's great what you do. And, and so many people that I know that have participated in this uh, really enjoy it. And again, it, there is that gaming aspect. If you're into gaming and you have that, uh, that call of duty call, <laughs> this, this is something that kind of lines up with, uh, with that whole gamer, uh, lifestyle, right? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things we talk about at the skull games <clears throat> is, with COVID, the demand doesn't go away, right? For for kids being set, uh, trafficked and and uh, these things, which is horrible. Right. And so what's happened though is you know there there aren't these people aren't on street corners anymore, right? They're not being pimped on street corners anymore. What's happening now is they're selling they're selling themselves online or they're being trafficked online. Yeah. Scary. And so it's right. And so it's with our skill sets as O centers or professional investigators, and all the things we're now learning about how to do this stuff online as opposed to in person or in you know, physical space, it, Skull Games, I think, came together at just the right time. Demand for, uh, for sex online significantly rose throughout COVID, and then we launched Skull Games. So I do, I think, um, I, I think what we're doing is going to continue to grow, and we're going to see a lot more uh, efforts to counter sex trafficking online as opposed to what we've seen 10 years ago, which is on street corners. Yeah, and, and take it a step further now, too. It's like, metaverse right you've got all, all these transactions that are taking place and these 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 acts that are taking place that aren't even real i mean the real people behind them but they're in this virtual reality which if you it's a real mind bend if you think about it right um the person you're talking to the experience you're having may not necessarily be the experience you think you're having and oh and by the way it's, it may be a minor as well or somebody that's being right. forced to do this stuff right and we, which is absolutely crazy but that's the world we live in these days right and where we're going um, I, I've always said, um, you know, whoever can master the art of investigations in, uh, the metaverse is going to make a lot of money because it's, it's where everything's going. All the bad guys. It's, it's interesting. You say that, Matt, I was actually talking to a good friend of mine yesterday who creates uh Sims for mm -hmm. first shooter events. So like he can recreate a school mm -hmm. and then they can model a bunch of different events, like a school shooter or a fire. Right. And then he loads all the resources into the sim. And so everybody knows kind of what resources are required to battle, whatever that issue is. Uh, we're actually talking now about creating an environment in the metaverse to teach people and train people how to spot the behaviors of traffic kids right. inside the metaverse. So when you go into the, a bar in the metaverse, how do you spot uh, just like you would in a hotel bar? Right. That stuff, I think, is going to be happening in the metaverse as well. And so we're actually looking at ways that we can build technology to train people to spot these things in yeah. the metaverse yeah i mean listen what it looks like is going to change but the but the psychology behind it scumbags of scumbag <laughs> like you're gonna right. you know right. like they'll they'll be in in uh a virtual or, or real They're, the patterns are going to be the same and and you know that that's always one of the things that i think is cool about all these conferences that we have this high-end stuff is like they there is that shift that teach uh of, of to how to think like one of these people as opposed to how to use this particular tool or or how to do that like just trying to get in front of it understanding that you know the tools are changing uh but the behavior doesn't change right and, and getting out in front of that which is neat yeah 
Yeah, it's always, always good stuff. No, it is. And it's just with technology and the convergence of technologies and access to social media, the space is moving so quickly. So it's, I, I, it's incumbent upon us, I think, as professional investigators and intelligence professionals, we've got to keep up with this stuff because, uh, you know, the crime's not going away. It's just evolving. Yeah. And how do you do that, right? You do it through exercises. And what better exercise than to do something that's actually going to save somebody or, or right. uh, you know, be helpful, right? So, um, no, it's a, it's a great concept. This call games thing is it's a real deal, you know. And I encourage anyone that's that's interested in in doing it, like just throw your toe in the water, you know, give it a shot. You're you're good enough, right? Don't think it's all. Oh, it's only for those you know techie, geeky guys, you know, that are that know everything about everything. It's like no, you you want to be in the room with those people. You deserve to be in the room with those people you'll probably learn something <laughs> and it's, uh, it, it's not so bad. So I definitely encourage folks to, to check it out. You had um, some statistics and things um, from, from prior events. Tell me a little bit about that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Matt. And uh, just a quick story about the point you just made about anybody being able to participate. There's a gentleman that um, he is a, uh, I won't say his last name, but his first name is Dave and he's a, he's a mechanic out in Texas Okay. Uh, in his mid thirties mechanic. He, uh, he signed up for Skull Games, had no military background, law enforcement background, uh, didn't serve with the government. He's a mechanic. Right. And uh, he, he, he volunteered. He took the training. He put uh, you know, a lot of effort into becoming a member of the Skull Games. And he's now participated in all five games. And he's an incredible analyst. And he, he really performs at the sort of the top tier of the folks involved in Skull Games. And so, to, I mean, literally a mechanic yeah. from Texas joined the games and he's doing an incredible job. So really anybody can, can do this. Well, if you think about it, it makes sense. What does a mechanic do? They, they diagnose, they problem solve, you know, here's the issue. How do I solve that issue? It, it, it's the same methodology, the same brain power <laughs> that you would need it. I mean, that's not surprising to me, you know, uh, you know, there are people in, in, in life that some people just like to answer questions. They, or they, they ask a lot of questions and this guy probably liked to use his hands uh, fixing things, uh, but it doesn't mean that he doesn't have the skill set to um, to do all that stuff. So that's that's neat. So so give me some stats here. Talk to me about numbers. Yeah, sure. So yeah, awesome. Uh, so we've had five skull games so far. Um, we just had a new victim, the victor, uh, where we call a survivor, join the skull games recently. So that's pretty awesome. Um, but but in uh, 2022, we had. Over 50 vetted volunteers participate. I think that number is probably closer to 60 or 80. That's growing for this next Skull Games. We've added six new law enforcement agencies to Skull Games. So uh, we're actually going to have them participating at the games. Um, we have, we've identified and shared over 1,000 start points for victims. And so what that means essentially is we identify the place to start hunting for uh, these kids that are missing or these criminals. Um, and we've provided over well over 250 leads to law enforcement um, uh, just in the past year. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's just been incredible. It's just been absolutely incredible what we've been able to do in such a short amount of time, but it's really just because of the passion and, uh, the incredible people that support, support this effort. That's awesome. So good. So good. And it, it it's only going to get better. And, um, <clears throat> I love that now it's, it's, uh, gaining steam here and, and more folks are hearing about it. And, uh, you know, you're seeing stuff on social media about it. There's, there's a presence and just bringing awareness to it and, and sponsors, right. You're getting sponsors now, which is awesome too. Um, man, it's just so great. It's so great to, to see that. And I haven't known you a long time. I think we're probably at two years now I've known you. Um, and just to, just to see it grow in that short period of time is, is super encouraging. 
And, and to me, it's like, it's a no brainer. Yeah. I want to be involved with this. I want to bring awareness to this. I want people to know about it. Um, and, and that it is available and something that that's out there. And it, it's such a good jump jumping point too, for folks that are just like getting out of school and really like, how do I start? You know, it's a resume thing, you know, Hey, I've participated in this, uh, you know, research thing. It's, it's a good talking point for a job interview. Oh, I, I volunteered and participated. I was on a team that, that helped, uh, you know, rescue this person, a sex traffic worker. Like this is good stuff. Yeah. yeah. And we're, we're actually working with some universities, Duke in particular, uh, maybe involved here in the next goal game. So we are working with some internship programs uh, to get people involved. And, and, and the other thing, too, is I tell people, even if you can't participate in school games, there's a lot of other efforts out there uh, that are taking place across the country. Some incredible people in this space. Yeah. Uh, and so even if you don't join school games, there's 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 other efforts that you, you can join and be a part of. And so. Um, and I try, we try, at least at School Games, we work, we try to work collaboratively with some of these other organizations that are doing similar stuff. And so sure. I kind of, we're all in this together. And so if School Games isn't for you, there's probably something else out there in similar, you know, doing similar things that you could get involved in. And maybe the t-shirt gives you nightmares. It's all good. Uh, buddy, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for coming on and bringing awareness uh, of this uh, topic. So real easy. Like Buddy said, you can find them on LinkedIn. Um, you can find uh, the Skull Games by just uh, Googling it, right? Uh, and, uh, ATP, right? Skull Games ATP, um, All Things Possible, which is another amazing ministry. You know, I encourage you to go check that out and, and support that as well. They're doing some really great uh, things. I know up here in New York, we have something similar um, called the Walter Hoving home, um, where they do the same thing. They, they rescue women. I mean, they actually give them a place to live, uh, which is great. And they can stay there as long as they want till they get back on track. Um, and I, I've seen some amazing stories, um, through that as well. Um, I, R Rochester is interesting to me. I, I may make the trip up and uh, get involved with that too. It's, uh, it's New York. So I, I feel like I kind of have to, um, and uh, one of the things we're going to do too is uh, we're, we're going to make arrangements to have investigators toolbox available uh, for the research teams. So like during, uh, during the phase and during the training and the actual event, you're going to have access, full access to the site, um, which is uh, cool also. So um, buddy, thank you so much for coming on and uh, giving your time here. And uh, I really appreciate it, man. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate you. And, and really thank you for, uh, for providing the toolbox to some of the participants. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. We wouldn't be able to do this if it weren't for people like you. So thank you for that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So thanks everyone for tuning in and uh, we'll have another uh, live show, hopefully God willing <laughs> next week. So uh, uh, thanks for tuning in everyone and uh, we'll catch you on the next show. Take care. What a great episode and what a great thing they're doing with Skull Games. If you feel encouraged or you want to give the games a whirl, be sure to visit Buddy on LinkedIn or just Google Skull Games Tampa. We always like to thank our sponsors and remind you about Investigators Toolbox. Now's the time to get on board and join the fastest growing digital community for investigative professionals. It is a must-have networking tool with resources and priceless nuggets of information. Use code PIP201836 to save 10% when you join. And if you have a question or a comment about the show, email Matt at MatthewS at SatellitePI.com. You can also find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We always want your feedback to bring you the best shows possible. And we'll be back next week with a new show, so make sure you tune in and stay safe out there.